I am thrilled that you are here. We have Mr. Henry, Bill Henry, here on the podcast today. And he is going to share how he became Mr. Henry outside of his school. It is really cool, his story, how he has done everything online. And there are so many actionable things that you can do too. Because of course, this is the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast, and you are here to learn and to expand your own teaching business online. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 270 of the Music Teachers Expand Online Podcast. This podcast is for music teachers who are excited about creating income and impact online. And that's exactly what our guest today, Mr. Bill Henry, has done. So let's get into the conversation that Bill and I had recently. Welcome to the Music Teachers Expand Online Podcast, Bill. This is going to be such a fun and engaging conversation because we're talking about what you do and, you know, it's all about what else have you done beyond just being a classroom teacher or being a private teacher teacher. There's so much that you have done and that so much that I see online of where you are like popping in and adding your talents, adding your creativity all over the place. And I'm really excited for the other music teachers who are hanging out with us, listening in to hear all of the opportunities that you kind of jumped on and a little bit of why you jumped on those. So before I get into a million questions, can you take a couple moments and introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, my name is Bill Henry, and um, online I'm Mr. Henry from Mr. Henry's Music World, and also Mr. Henry with uh, Mr. Fight. We have a a podcast called the Music Podcast for Kids. So that's kind of uh, where where I'm housed online. Um, but uh, my, you know, my normal nine to five job uh, career is as an elementary music teacher. I teach for the Maryland public school system. And um, so that's, you know, you know what I'm doing mostly. But then I also, I do even give private lessons. So I have a private lesson studio and that's completely online. So um, all those lessons are done, yeah, online. Uh, but yeah, so that's just uh, kind of sums up a little bit the my YouTube channel, Mr. Henry's Music World. That's probably the my biggest project that I've had a lot of fun with. Um, and that's been for three or four years now, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, and, you know, when I talk to, uh, you know, other people about three to four years, like, oh, that's not that long, you know, so it feels long, <laughs> but I guess it's not really that long. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's and, and on that uh, channel, um, you know, I started that channel off as being more of like giving kids piano lessons. So that's kind of where it started from because I do have a course and we, you know, we could talk about that later, like for kids offering them like, you know, some guidance and how to play the piano. Mm -hmm. um, but then it started to pandemic hit, you know, and of course I feel like that just changed a lot of things for people. Right. And so for me, it was like trying to create resources that my kids could use online um, and then I started to put those on YouTube and elementary music teachers, middle school music teachers were starting to use those resources. And so I felt like, oh, this is this is really fun. I like doing this. And so that's kind of 
more of what it's evolved into where I'm creating the resources for kids, of course, but they're really um, also for the music teacher to do something fun and engaging um, with their students in the classroom. So that's kind of, that's where it's, where it's gone. So. That's awesome. That is so cool. I love how you started with an idea and you went with it and then you kind of allowed it to take you where it needed to go. And you mm. didn't say, this was not supposed to be that. I have to keep <laughs> shoving the same idea down the throats. You know, you let the audience and you let the feedback and you let the analytics help you see what was being sought out and how you could fill that space. And I love the idea of I'm going to start something and think that it's probably going to do something, but not be tied to the outcome necessarily. So I'm wondering, did the YouTube channel come first? Did the course come first? Did like the podcast come first? Like what came first outside of the classroom? Yeah, the, um, you know, I'm thinking now, uh, what really came first, I started to create videos for the classroom. Um, even before YouTube, it was it was actually a good bit actually before I started YouTube, mm-hmm. and I think maybe maybe even the podcast had started before I really started to get into the YouTube channel. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that did start first, and that was just more um, my my friend uh, Bruce Fight, who's also an elementary music teacher in the same county that I teach for. We've been friends for all these years. Um, us saying like year after year, I mean, we should do a podcast, you know, and then we would never do it. And then we would, you know, and eventually we, we were originally thinking about doing just like a music education, like for teachers podcast. But then we thought, um, well, actually Bruce said, why don't we do a music podcast for kids? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. So I think by doing that, we started to write scripts and things. And that podcast is, um, it's more of like a story kind of a a thing. And um, it's, highly edited and things like that. It's not like a podcast like where we're just talking to each other. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's a pro- uh, it's, it's it's highly produced. Yes. And yeah, it's highly a, produced. It's, yeah. it's storytelling right. so that the st- the kids can learn something but right. also be entertained because they're right. far more likely, as we all know, to be educated when they're entertained and engaged, which I right, think is right. a brilliant, brilliant combination of things. Cool. Yeah. So I think the podcast is really where it started. And, um, and then, yeah, but I was creating these videos and was actually creating a a curriculum that I was using within the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and other teachers were starting to use that within the County as well. Uh, and then eventually I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put these on YouTube. And I think the original reason why I didn't do it was because I felt like I was like giving away too much for free. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's something that a lot of people have struggles with. I definitely had struggle with it. And I was eventually just like, oh no, whatever. Let me just put it out there, you know, and see what happens. Right. And so I had these animated shorts that I call them. And they're they're like these two to five minute uh things that talk, you know, they talk about like this is a quarter note, but it's like this animated kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I was throwing those on there and yeah, just started to see some initial results and then um eventually yeah 
then eventually it led into doing more, um, more for the teachers, as I had mentioned before. So, but yeah, I think it, it really started with, I was creating video before YouTube and then we did the podcast and then eventually I was like, okay, let me do YouTube. So, so why, why not just stay in the classroom? Why not just be the teacher and when you're done with uh, with your students, making sure that you have your lesson plan for tomorrow or next week or whatever, and enjoy life. And, you know, like, what was it that said, I need to do more? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I think I always, I always th- saw the future in online mm-hmm. education, even prior to the pandemic. So I was I always wanted to create my own piano curriculum for like a private student. But then as I was doing it, I was creating these videos that went along with that piano curriculum and thought, mm-hmm. okay, well, this this seems to make sense to eventually turn it into an, an online course. So I felt like it was just something that I was always interested in um, getting into and doing. And then as I started to create the videos and then starting to write my own music, record my own music and things like that. I just had a lot of fun with it. So that I really just, it's really something that allows me to express the creativity and, and all that good stuff. So I, it, it ended up just being something that I just really like doing, you know. I love it. I love it. And that makes so much sense because we're going to do more of what we love, what we enjoy, what fulfills us, and what we get positive feedback on. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that you haven't been doing this in an isolated little bubble. I'm sure that you've built some level of community in order for people to know that your YouTube videos are there. What has it been like doing that side of things of, you know, just kind of like getting yourself out there, getting your content out there, getting known by people as Mr. Henry outside of the classroom. You know, YouTube's interesting. Uh, it's one of those things where it's, it, I, if, if you are consistent, I think you, you get those rewards. Uh-huh. So and I and people may hear that a lot like well if you're consistent if you're consistent and there is something to that you do have to you do have to make content that people are going to use as well right so right. I mean you can consistently upload the wrong things but what's great about uploading the wrong things consistently is you'll know that it's the wrong thing right because you won't <laughs> yeah. know it's the wrong thing until you just do it so I started uploading things and I was noticing that it was kind of the, it's not that it wasn't the wrong thing because there was some traction happening with some of these like online piano lesson type things, like how I started it. But Mm -hmm. then um, as I, as I started to do more of the elementary music, like for things that you could use in the classroom, it was, it was definitely People were engaging with that and enjoying it. And it was mainly these rap videos that I make. Um, and it was the, the, the kids were just digging it, I guess, within the class. I knew that they were digging it in my class. And but that didn't really necessarily mean that it would translate to, to many different classes, you know, thousands of classes across the U.S. and Australia. And it's, it's you know, kind of like global at this point, which is wild. But um Yeah. And then, but so I got to see what really was working Uh and 
And that's just by being consistent. You know, it was just, I was trying to post. There was a point in time where I decided I'm going to post every week. And so uh-huh. I made like a whole bunch of content. And I think I did like three months of content ahead of time so that I could get ahead. Right. Right. And, um, and so, and then I just started posting and posting and posting. And I think that really is, is the key is it's, it's figuring out what works and then posting consistently, but you have to post consistently first to even figure out what's going to work. Right. So, Uh um, does that answer your question? (laughs) You know, it does. And it leads me into, you know, other things. So you, you had traction on YouTube. And as my listeners know, and as I talk about all the time, we need to get the people who are actually interested in our stuff off of social media, off of YouTube, and into somewhere that we can have and build a relationship and build community yeah. with them. Right. And so right. was it, did you have links to your website? Yeah. Did you have links to your social? Did you have an email list? Like, where did you go to capture those people's eyes beyond YouTube? Yeah, sure. I launched, um, and it just so happened that it kind of worked out. So I launched a rap, the Halloween rap. This was years ago. And at the B, I almost launched that video before any having any sort of um, extra freebie that went along with it. Okay, uh-huh. I, um, and then I'm like, no, you know what? No, I'm going to stop because at that point I already knew <clears throat> that email marketing is important. Um, so I was already educated in that. I'd listened to a lot of podcasts, you know, and into to other um, people who are talking about online business. Yes. And so I knew that that was something that I had to do. So I said, all right, let me just, at the beginning of it, I just said, hey, teachers, grab this free resource that goes along with the Halloween wrap. I hope you enjoy. And so okay. I use um, the platform, the online course platform called Podia. Yep, I'm familiar with Podia. So Podia does yes. have email. It's not super sophisticated. They, they're act, they, sometimes it drives me crazy and I think I feel like I should be an active campaign or something, some <laughs> other one, but, um, convert kit or, but yeah. it, it does the job. And um, I mean, Podia is pretty inexpensive too for what you get. So you can host, um, content on there. That's, you know, behind a, a firewall or is that what a paywall, a paywall, right? Yeah. So you, people log into my website and they can access the resources and use it. So, I had that already set up. I created this free resource that went along with that. And I just said, check the description box. And so that's how I started to collect emails. And that's still how I do it today. I'll put a little thing in the video that says, you know, get this free resource. So after the Halloween wrap went out, and I think that got like 80,000 views within the first like two weeks or something. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, it was was crazy. And then I was like, oh, okay, all right, well, this is working. So um, I'll do a Thanksgiving wrap. So I did a Thanksgiving wrap. And that one got like 200,000 views. And then I was like, okay, I got to do the, you know. So I started to come out with more and more of these wraps. But what I did is made sure that each one of them had a good quality um, free resource that went along with it. And so by doing that, I was starting to... um, just kind of build this huge library of free resources to what it is now. It's like 
basically, if someone signs up for that free resource, there's so many free things that are involved with all these different videos. And I mean, you, if you added it up, it'd be like over $60 worth of free resources, you know? So, Easy, yeah. it, so it's been kind of cool to, to like just slowly do that. And then now you're here with like this free offer to people that are like, well, of course I'm going to sign up for that. You know, that's, that's what it seems like, um, is happening. So, so that's, um, that's really how I did it. And then, then shortly after that, I want to say, because you go through the the seasons, right? So it was Halloween, Thanksgiving, then there was a holiday wrap. And then when I hit the New Year's wrap, I decided, you know what, I'm going to make a resource that teachers can purchase that goes beyond what I'm doing normally. So, and within that resource, okay. there were there were listening activities and things like that. And it was like, okay, if you want to upgrade the New Year's wrap, uh -huh. here's this this full resource for $17. And so I could do that within Podia and, you know, use yep. the email marketing along with it. And, you know, and so that's how I started to then, you know, generate some revenue from it. Just, you know, people right. are engaging with the videos that are good. And if, if they don't buy anything, that's fine. As long as they're having a good time with the videos that they're getting and the free resources. So that's really how it, and, th and that's kind of where it is now. So I love that. I love that. And what I like so much about the way that you built this was that you didn't say, how can I make money teaching music online? Right. You said, I'm creating this stuff. How can I leverage this stuff to help more music teachers? And then you went and said, okay, well, I've created this. Let me take another step and help these teachers more intimately by getting them onto an email list. And then once you were going with that, I mean, two months. I mean, honestly, you said October for Halloween. And then you said New Year's when you were doing an upsell or a tripwire as right. it's technically called. Um, but we don't need yeah. to get into all that jargon. But you yeah. you moved quickly. You saw your audience. You saw what they wanted, what they needed. And you acted with integrity. I mean, just kind of the way that you're like rambling through this and going through this is you're like recollecting. You're like, and you didn't sit down and say, I need to figure out my A to Z plan for the next 12 months so that I can monetize to this. It was, I want to do this and I want to share this and I'm going to use online because I know there's more opportunity. And oh, now that I'm online and I'm getting traction, I'm able to start monetizing that. And I think it's really, really beneficial for the listeners to, to hear that you don't have to have it all figured out. No, at I all. Still <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm still working on stuff. I mean, it's a constant like trying to figure out, you know, should I do this? Should I do this? You know, so it's it's a it's a constant thing. Something that I recently launched um was a recorder program, like a full recorder curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> so like and that's a fairly new thing. And so it took me years to kind of build up the ability to put together like an entire curriculum that, um, you know, you, I mean, you mentioned like mm -hmm. these offers before kind of like trip wires, you know, and that's typically something that's like seven to $10 or, you know, maybe up to 20 bucks. Right. But I wasn't tripping anyone into, there was no trip wire into any 
thing more, right? I didn't have any. But, but you know, as time goes, you start to, to realize, oh, this is what, you know, people would be asking, oh, do you have more of the recorder videos? And it was like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to create a whole, a whole course for this, or it's a whole curriculum that teachers can use within the classroom. Yeah. Did you find that creating a recorder course that is a curriculum that teachers can then buy and implement in their classroom was as easy and as enjoyable as the other things? Or was it something that you did because you saw the need and you were asked to do it? Like, I'm just kind of curious if like there has been a shift in balance at all as you've grown your audience, as these people, as these other teachers are finding you and using you, your uh, resources in their own classrooms is, are you still having just as much fun creating things that aren't like a Halloween wrap? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's a lot. I really like the curriculum, like creating a full curriculum. Um, and actually then my next thing to do, and, and I've even, I released one of these videos is a ukulele. I have a ukulele rap that's out there. And someone emailed uh-huh. me back and said, are you starting to create a ukulele program now? And, and I was like, yeah, yes. So like, <laughs> I love doing, I love doing the full curriculum stuff because, um, I really get to, I think that's what I love doing the most is figuring out how to get from point A to point B to point C to point D, like with, with all these different activities in between, rather than just like an isolated, like this activity is what you're going to do. Like I really like Uh creating that full thing. So for me, this is, this is even like more fun. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. No, it's, it's fascinating to me how like you can't seem to get enough of this and That's really the spirit of online entrepreneurship is that when we say yes to teaching music online in some way, shape, or form, whether it's teaching students directly, whether it's um, providing resources for teachers, whether it's however that works, you know, courses for students, whatever it might be, when we say yes to that and we lean in to the experience, I find that everyone just like that you're, it's just so enjoyable. And that's why people keep going. I know that I've, I've talked to a number of music teachers who are like, yeah, I want to do more and I want to do more and I want to do more. And it's not because the paychecks are coming in or, you know, all of that necessarily. It's because this is your life's work. This is um, another manifestation of what you went to school for and what you decided your career was going to be. And you're able to impact students in your classroom, students in other people's classrooms, and helping other teachers be more of themselves because they are less concerned about the content and because that you've given them the curriculum, you've given them the material that they need to do, and they can be more expressive in their own classrooms. I think it's a, a gorgeous, gorgeous situation that you've put yourself in. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, too. It really is. So, I mean, obviously, I, I've raised two daughters. My kids are, you know, in middle school and high school now. So I remember they both did recorder and they both did ukulele. Um, and those are the kind of instruments that they did in elementary school. And 
So now I'm curious, like, are you going to venture into more instruments? Are you going to go back to like a level two of these instruments? Like if you were able to put a, a, a pinhole and look into the future, what would you, uh, what would you see? I think at this point, yeah, I, I, I definitely want to create more of these like full curriculums for the ukulele um, and maybe even, well, I, I do have one that I need to kind of like brush up, but like for the keyboard, cause a lot of, a lot of, um, teachers are starting to use keyboards in their classroom because you can buy, you know, you can get these like little keyboards that have 40 keys on uh-huh. them or so, and they're battery, battery powered. Right. And, um, and like, I, I actually have them in my classroom and the, the batteries last for a long time and they're, they're really very very great. So a lot of people are starting to use those in their classroom too. So doing a curriculum for that. I mean, I, it would be something that I've always kicked around was, you know, possibly even having a full, like a, a complete year of curriculum for a kindergarten, a first grade, a second grade, a third, right. So that Mm -hmm. you could just click on that and just follow right through it if you want or you know so there's that's really you know that'd be way 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 down the line but um you know that could be something (laughs) to do um as time goes but for now i'm just i'm just trying to just trying to just create more content that people enjoy and 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 can learn from and you know i mean the the kids are definitely my primary focus when I'm creating this stuff, how are the kids going to enjoy it? Uh-huh. But then I'm also kind of, I'm, I'm looking back to at how is this going to make an elementary music teacher's life easier? And, um, you know, by giving, right. by me doing the voice within the video that uh, gives direction that then they don't have to really worry about. Like, so it's, it's things like that, that, that I'm always trying to look at and improve so that, uh, so it's just to make it easier for, for those teachers, but then also fun for kids. So, yeah. I, I think it, I think it's great. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, help uh, the listeners just kind of wrap their heads around what's next for them. And making sure that, you know, after they've spent, you know, half an hour listening to us talk about all these amazing successes and these curriculums that you've created. And I think it boils down to you wanted to do something and so you started. And then I'm going back to what I said 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, you listened to the feedback that you were getting and you went further and you went further and you went further and you developed what was necessary and what was, what, what fulfills you. And I think that for the listeners, that's, that's what you want to do. Don't go and start creating things because you think there's a market for it. Create what you want to create and be authentically you while you're creating so that when someone says, hey, I want to give you money for something, you are like, yeah, and you don't have to put on a new persona. So I don't know, Bill, let's wrap this up with uh, maybe a couple of suggestions that you have for a music teacher in 2023 who's like, okay, 
I'm going to try. I'm going to do that and. I am going to do something other than the way that I've always taught. So what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I would say um, to just just start creating things that maybe even you feel like you would want for your students. Um, I, I do think that's where a lot of this stem from. So like the animated mm-hmm. shorts that I started to do, I was looking on YouTube for something like that. Like I just wanted um, these like real quick things that were educational, but, you know, kind of funny. Right. And that would Mm -hmm. allow me to discuss with the students. Do you remember in that video about the quarter note where we said it was the king quarter note? Right. It it was just uh, the ability for students to recall things. So I to me, it really stemmed a lot from me wanting to have this program or have this particular video that I could use. And it just wasn't, I didn't see anything out there. And so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try and make this. So if people are thinking about, you know, something good to create that maybe other people would like, it's got to be something that I think you got to start with something that you feel like you would want in in the classroom Mm -hmm. or in a private lesson or something like that. So if if it starts there, then you just start creating and you put it out there and um, and you don't worry about the for free stuff. I, let me, I, I mentioned that in the beginning where you're afraid that you're going to give away too much. And I just it's something that I, I feel like I still kind of even struggle with it a little bit. But the more that I do it, the more I realize that, no, it's this it's. First of all, it's great to do because Mm -hmm. you feel so good when other people are able to use these resources and um, and they contact you and say, oh, thank you so much for for creating this and keep doing what you're doing. And and uh, maybe one day they'll buy uh, the curriculum. You know, I don't know, but it doesn't really matter. It's it's just one of those things where you just feel good. And I do think that goodness comes back to you in a way that allows you to do more of it. I mean, that's ultimately what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make it so that, yes, income has to come in because we all have families, we all have time that's limited. And so in order to do more of the thing that other people like, you do have to make money from it. But in the Mm -hmm. beginning, it's you just have to kind of buck it up and just throw it out there for free. And as time goes, you're going to then get that feedback and then you're going to be able to um, hone in more on on what works and what people like. And then then you can start to create things that you can sell. And so, you know, I think totally I, I, I think that's the way to get started. Yes, I love that. I love that. Um, we're going to go ahead and link up your YouTube channel and your social cool. networks that I've got, you know, got them all listed. I don't want to bore people with hearing them because there's no point. Check the show notes. That's what the show notes are there for is to make it easy for you to go and check out everything that Bill is doing. We'll also link up your podcast because I think that would be super fun for some of these teachers and, you know, to listen to and to be inspired by and all of that. And Bill, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast. I know that what you've done and what you've created is going to inspire others and that 
that's what this is all about. Cool. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jamie. It's It's been great.